0: And welcome to After the Flag, live here from Aref, where we have just witnessed the first race of 2020 in MotoGP post-lockdown. I'm Steve Day, joined by Simon Crafar. In a moment, you'll be hearing from Matt Burt, who's in the interview set, ready to talk to the top three, where Fabio Quattararo has become a MotoGP race winner, aged 21 for the first time, in one of the most extraordinary races that we've seen to open any season I think in some time second place today was maverick vinales and third andrea De Vizioso. simon i honestly do not know uh, where to start front row of course featured Quattararo who was on pole with maverick vinales in second and marquez the world champion in third and we all thought it was just going to be a race about those three but i mean it's so difficult to know where to start we'll start at the very beginning maverick vinales got off the line well started well but there was a surprise on the grid he started with that soft front tire
1: yeah, um, you know what? Maverick clearly had um, the plan to run. You know, do a Lorenzo. You know what I mean? Get away at the front and stay there, and not and, and make it difficult for Mark. Maybe push Mark into a mistake, which uh, we know that's probably the one of the ways you could beat Markov if not in a straight fight, but it didn't work, did it? You know, he lost the rear at first. That was the first one we caught on TV. Then later on, he said he lost the front a few times, and then uh, going into the last turn, it was quite scary, a little bit out of shape. He didn't want to turn in, and then it was looked like managing it to the end. He said he felt a little bit better at the end, like he does Mazano as well. But you know what? I, I really rate Maverick, and I'm disappointed, mate. You know, he had a... Second place today, which is awesome, but Yamaha must be going, oh, we don't want more of these, you know, we want to win.
0: Well, ultimately, it looks like they may well have got away with that, and we'll see what the Maverick has to say about it shortly, But of course, Mark Marquez did get out front, and clearly, from the moment he got out front, his plan was to get away. I mean, he was pushing that Repsol Honda to the absolute limit until ultimately, at Turn 4, one of the most dramatic moments that we've seen Just like what happened before at Valencia, what happened at the final caller in Catalunya, somehow he managed to save it at high speed in turn four, going through the gravel and staying on. Talk us through.
1: You know, it's got to be, at a guess, 150 kilometers an hour at the slowest point in that corner. He lost it on the way in, so he'd be going faster than that. And he's on his knee and for a long way. And that corner is paint to paint in the middle to paint on the outside so once it stops turning and, and, and sliding like that there's there's no way you're going to stay on the track because it hasn't turned in the middle but he he managed to just pop it up straight in time before it hit the gravel because if you get into the gravel with any angle it throws you off he managed that in less than a second got upright and stayed on the bike it was truly awesome as a rider i'm like i don't think many people can do that on what, the planet what followed,
0: no what followed of course is he ended up rejoining circuit last and at that point we're thinking well that's him out of the equation at the front fabio quattararo then gets past maverick vinales who is clearly struggling uh, with that uh, front tire then he started to build a really good advantage fabio and get into some really nice rhythm and i mean no matter what happens today a lot will be spoken about mark marquez because we're not finished there when it comes to mark but you cannot take anything away from Fabio Quattararo. What a ride it was from him, because it looked like at one point this weekend he was struggling pace-wise. He was missing a chunk.
1: Yeah, he, he did say in practice he was struggling to ride the bike how he wanted. Basically, he's saying the new bike isn't as easy to ride as the old one. It has advantages, but basically you have to force them. And... The thing about Fabio today is, I can't believe a, a, a guy of 21 years old, who's had one year on a MotoGP bike, just beat so many experienced mm-hmm. riders, including Maverick, in extremely hard conditions that he, he hasn't experienced very often. Uh, uh, it's stunning. He, he's he's. Yamaha have done a very good job designing sign up for, the, for the, the main team next year. Let's be honest, in the last
0: 24 hours with Rins, with Crutchler, who we send our best wishes to, and then Mark ultimately crashing later on, which hopefully we'll get a chance to talk about again, you know, they're facing some of the most tough conditions that you could ever face in MotoGP. I mean, we saw there the rider who ends up finishing third, Andrea Davizioso, just as we thought he would do. He's a wise cookie. He's experienced. He waited for the race to come to him. He managed to come through in third. In fact, we'll come back to that in a moment because we were talking about Maverick Vinales in that choice with the soft front tyre. He ended up finishing second today. 20 points for Maverick. And I believe that we can cross over now to our colleague, Matt Burt, who's standing there ready to pitch some questions to him.
2: Yeah, thanks a lot, Steve. Just about caught my breath after that incredible Spanish Grand Prix. Delighted to welcome second place man Maverick Vinales. Maverick, it was always going to be a, a tough battle out there, a battle of survival. I think you've described yeah. it already. Harder when you chose that soft front tyre. How difficult was it in those early laps?
3: Well, actually, for both both riders of, of Factory Yamaha, we chose the the soft tyre because we didn't had enough feeling with the hard one. Um, now we have time to understand, time to work, to try to make work this, this hard tire because it seems that have an extra, especially for, for here, for Jerez. So very excited, honestly. I mean, surviving, I was able to make second place. It's always really nice. And, you know, the guys did a, an incredible job all the weekend. I was there in the front. And actually, I was so happy about the start and the first laps because I was battling there in the front and I took, I took the lead and I, I tried to, to escape. and. Honestly, not much to say. I just want to be next Friday trying to work to understand which is the next step to do in in this track. It was a
2: brave decision when you think that all the other riders were on the hard front tire. Yeah. When did you first realize in the race that you were going to be in a little bit of trouble? It was going to be hard work.
3: When I lose the front in corner 6, when I lose the front in in corner 6 in lap 7 or 8, I don't remember. I start to get on trouble especially on the on the edge of the tire, I could not turn the bike. So in, in that point is where we need to improve. Um, for sure, I mean, maybe the decision was not the best, but we bring the bike on the second place, which is the most important, 20 points in the championship, and now we have second race here in Jerez, which I think we have a big potential, and if, if we do good the job, we can be there in the front fighting again. It was a very
2: eventful day for the world champion Marc Marquez. You didn't see the spectacular crash that I, took him out of the race, but you did see early on the, the moment that he had on the front going into turn four. Yeah, you were right behind was, him. What was going through your mind at that point? Wow,
3: the save was amazing, and I, I I saw he was coming on an amazing pace. So he had the the pace to win the race and to go alone. So this is another thing. We need to work still. We need to improve the bike and. You know, um, was very important to win the podium this race. But next race we need to try to found a little bit more. For sure, we take ourselves as a reference, and we try to improve ourselves as always. Um, I hope Mark stay stay well, because it was a nasty crash and. I hope in the, in the next race we can fight again in the front. Like you
2: say, Maverick, it's always positive to take a second place away from such a difficult race. One of the other positives looked like Yamaha's new hole shot device. You got yeah. a great launch off the line, big smile <laughs> on your face. You didn't amazing, use it? Amazing, you, Oh, you did use it? I used, I use. Yeah. for sure oh, well, I used. It looked like it, yeah. Wow, <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was amazing. It's the first time I, uh, I've been first in the first corner <laughs> and no one overtake me, so... It was fantastic, fantastic, and amazing job the guys has done an an amazing, you know, performance all the weekend. Now we need to continue working because i think we can we can improve quite a lot on the track and especially for the race
2: maverick before we let you go we have to talk about your future teammate fabio yeah. Quattararo incredible performance from yes. him today we knew he was going to be strong he's going to be fighting for the championship what do you got to say about his performance and the threat he poses Maybe. for the rest of the year
3: i just say congratulations because it's not easy to win in motoship race but he did well he controlled well so congrats i think will be very interesting next year and um, for me it's fantastic to have fabio on the team so we can improve for sure the bike and we can be better every race congratulations maverick good Thank to you see so you again much.
2: we'll see you back here in five days time the top gun not on top Thank of you. the standings uh steve but obviously pretty relieved after a very difficult race back to you guys Yeah. Uh, yeah
0: uh... I'm not surprised he's relieved because ultimately a decision that went wrong hasn't really been punished all that much. You know, 20 points when you make a decision like that is actually a really good outcome. Look, We have to talk about the Mark Marquez crash because Maverick just alluded to it as well. Thanks, by the way, Matt. Uh, That crash, I mean, he got himself all the way up into third.
1: Just before we go on to that, do you mind uh, listening to Maverick and looking at him? Mm -hmm. It looks like he believes he can uh, fight, you know, when they're on the same tyres... In the race next week, he wants to fight for the win. Well,
0: yeah, right. if they can get that hard front to so work. So he should, but... 100%, 100%. The, the crash remark though, yep. just behind Maverick, when he'd managed to do all of the hard work in what was looking like being the biggest comeback that we've ever seen in a MotoGP race, that was a vicious crash. Um... But we're not going to be able to talk about it right now. (laughs) It's the power of live television. Hopefully we will after this. We've got to hear from Andrea Davizioso, who of course benefited a little from Mark's crash. But it's a brilliant, brilliant result for Andrea. His first ever podium in Jerez. And it could prove a crucial 16 points. Andrea is standing by next to Matt Burke.
2: Yeah, thanks for that, Steve. Andrea Vizio. So pretty happy, I'm sure, to be on the podium here in Jerez for the first time in MotoGP. Andrea, that was your 102nd career podium. I don't think you've had to work much harder in many of the other ones. That looked like a really hard, tough race.
4: So tough. <laughs> Tougher than Malaysia and Thailand. Maybe because our bike uh, I'm struggling a bit more here, I don't know, or with the new tyre. But it was so tough. There was three, three situations where I almost give up because I didn't have the speed and i couldn't keep that uh, intensity so and still i'm not riding the way i want uh, so i'm not that comfortable to push and make the speed i was able to be consistent and uh, um, the team did a great job because uh, in the warm-up we improved a bit the feeling on the front and that gave me the possibility to to be consistent in the race and uh, i did uh, the podium with this because i didn't have the speed
2: What's missing, Andrea? What do you think about the current 2020 package with the new Michelin tyres? What's holding
4: you back from being truly competitive right at the front right now? Uh, <clears throat> I think the situation is different. The characteristic is different. But we are in the same situation as last year. We miss a bit of, of speed. Because about strategy, manage the tyre. I think after this race we will, we will be stronger. But the speed, the speed, the speed still uh, is not that good to make the strategy with the fastest riders. I was just behind and like that. So we are not that fast, so this is positive. But uh, without the speed, uh, all the strategy and all the work you're doing during the weekend is different. How tough can you describe the conditions? I mean, you just said there you thought about
2: even pulling in, which is something that we never hear from riders. We know it was going to be very, very difficult. I mean, physically and mentally, it's got. To, if it's tougher than Burram and Sepang, it, it must have been
4: really, really horrible out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, over, over the limit. For me, it was over the limit because, like I told you, when you don't have the speed, everything becomes much worse. And uh, I follow the riders uh, all race, and the heat from the other bikes is even more so. It was really hard and just your mind can make the difference. There were two massive moments in the race for Marc Marquez, your big rival over the last three years. I
2: don't know if you saw either of them when he was leading at turn four. And then the big, big high side coming out of turn three. What did you make of both incidents, Andrea? What did you see? What do you think? I
4: saw almost both. Um, I knew he was struggling with the front tire. I think in the way he ride and his bike, Um, he needed more support in the front. But also, I think he was much faster than us, and he's faster just with the front, so <laughs> it's a balance, I don't know. The crash, I think, is because the rear tire dropped for everybody a lot, and it's so difficult to manage to control the slide. And there, he lost the rear so quick, and he couldn't, he couldn't uh, manage. Next week, of course, you're back here in Jerez. How much will this
2: race weekend and the data and information you've collected help you be stronger next week? Do you think it'll
4: be a different story in seven days? For sure, we will be stronger because the feedback you can have in the race is much more important. And also the consumption of the tire is clear now. We have to do something different, but everybody have the same chance. So if we will be faster, we can make a different race. Without that, it will be another hard race.
2: Yeah, well, three weeks ago, Andrea, you were in the Italian hospital, probably not thinking this was a podium was a possibility. So great to see you back on the uh, top three. Congratulations, Andrea. Hey, back to you guys.
0: Yeah, thanks as ever to Andrea De Vizioso, and uh, thanks, Matt, as well. You heard it there from a guy who's been around for a while, Simon. It sounds like that was possibly one of the biggest tests he's ever faced.
1: Mm. You've just seen uh, and heard from Andrea, and uh, you'll understand why I love him. I'm a huge yeah. fan. I love listening to him because he knows how to explain everything in detail. He's so experienced. Nice fella. I, I, I love listening to him. He... Um, Uh, made it pretty clear there what it's like to be a rider fighting to hang on to the back of that front group compared to how he normally is where he can keep a little bit in his pocket and not have to ride 100% every lap all the way and uh, you can see he's clearly the thing is he's clearly looking forward to finding that speed so he can now then manage like he used to you know himself the bike the tires Um, the thing is here is a difficult track for Ducati and Dovi, and he just got third, so it's going to get better from here.
0: Uh, he mentioned also that the, uh, the Marquez crash, it was vicious, wasn't it?
1: Oh, horrendous. <laughs> the high sides are the worst, you know, and he, he, it all depends how you come down and Mark come down unlucky.
0: Yeah, well, we send our best regards to uh, Mark Marquez, and hopefully... Uh, as we saw him leaving in an ambulance, we'll get some news on that. So keep your eyes pinned on our various website platforms and uh, we'll keep you posted on the well-being of the world champion. Of course, with Jerez again just around the corner, the Grand Prix of Andalusia is just days away. Uh, elsewhere, other riders who could have got on the podium but just missed out. Uh, Jack Miller's going to feel absolutely gutted. In fact, we'll talk about that hopefully in a bit, as ever. We've got to hear from this guy. What a moment. Emotional scenes on the top step of the podium. That French national anthem sounded glorious and it produced tears. He's finally done it. Let's cross over now to Matt Burt, who's with Fabio Quattarara
2: yeah thanks a lot steve amazing to think the man standing in front of us was just four months old the last time a french rider won in the motor gp category regis Laconi, 1999 in valencia fabio quattararo many many congratulations your first ever victory in the motor gp world championship can you even start to put words into your emotions right now
5: well feels incredible you know i didn't realize it yet uh i will realize when I will watch the race again, uh, looking with the team, uh, you know, uh, so difficult without the fans, without my family, but uh, it's the new 2020, so we will need to, to make like this, and yeah, it feel, feels so good to finally be on the, on the, top, spe- the top step of the podium.
2: What was the key to that race, do you think? Because you knew that Valentino and Maverick were starting on the Yamaha with the soft front tie. You went for the hard front. We knew that Mark was going to be really, really strong. A very bad day, unfortunately, for Mark. What was the key to you think, personally, to you winning that first Grand Prix?
5: Well, we know we knew that Mark was a lot faster than us. But uh, looking out the free practice, we know that Mark is always on the limit, but always so fast. And, uh, and finally, we did, uh, we did an amazing race, really consistent. The track was, was really bad. Uh, after Moto2, we know that normally is always less grip, but uh, especially this one, uh, we feel that the track was, was not grip, the, the, the tires dropped so fast. But uh, honestly, I felt, I felt great on the bike, and uh, I want to thank Yamaha and, and the team for that.
2: You wouldn't have seen Mark crash out with the big high side at Turn 3 because you were long gone on the way to victory. But did you see the big moment that he had in Turn 4 when he lost the front and ran wide?
5: Yeah, yeah, I saw, I saw his moment. But like I, like I told you, the grip was really bad. Maverick had a big moment in Turn 8 in the first lap. Uh, he had another big moment in Turn 6. Mark had a moment in Turn 4. The grip was really bad. Uh, if you check out the pace of yesterday and now, it's almost one second slower. So with the heat and the um, Dunlop rubber for Moto2 and Moto3, the track was so difficult to ride, but we, we finally managed to, to get our first victory, and that's the most important. What was it like
2: on those last couple of laps? I'm sure every little noise you were hearing, you were thinking, please, 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 I mean, obviously tears of despair for you last year. When that gear shifter failed, on your tears of joy on the podium today, and when you finally crossed the line, I mean, it must have been so overwhelming.
5: Honestly, I had one of the scariest moments of the race. <laughs> was exactly in the same place. I I wanted to put the gear and was. Oh no! I say, oh no! <laughs> Not like last year. And finally, I downshift. I say, <laughs> it's okay. I just I just missed the the gear shifter, but uh, yeah, it was the ten last laps. Uh, so long, but the last lap I enjoy more as as, uh, as every lap, you know, thinking sector by sector, you know, was just chilling on the bike, uh, having fun, uh, doing some slides, so it felt, felt so great. And
2: everybody around the world, uh, Fabio has had some difficult moments. You must be delighted just that MotoGP is back, strong in these difficult times, and you've been able to put it on the top step of the podium.
5: Yeah, of course, like I said, uh, first of all, uh, this one uh, is for my family, uh, my brother, my my best friend that couldn't come here, um, all the people affected by by COVID, the fans that finally was wasn't there, and um, yeah, I just want to wish also a good recovery to Alex friends, Carl and, and also Mark. I don't know what what he have, but the, the crash look look uh, scary. So yeah. Wishing the, the best for for coming for, for next week.
2: Well, the good news is, of course, not only have you won your first MotoGP race today, you get to do it all over again right here in Jerez in one week's time. Many, many congratulations, Fabio. Fantastic to see you on the top step of the podium. Your first winning MotoGP, and I'm very sure it's not the last. Congratulations. Thank you. A joyous. Fabio Quattararo, obviously very, very happy, Steve, back to you guys to pick the bones out of that one.
0: Yeah, thanks very much, uh, Matt. Great to see uh, and hear the words there, uh, Fabio Quattararo, Simon. Um, he is, uh, he is is a real star some interesting comments there especially about trying to go down the gear and when he heard that I mean I don't that that's great sort of stuff you wouldn't normally hear so uh, brilliant to hear that Marquez had the pace everyone keeps on saying that but ultimately he didn't have the pace because a lot of people could have gone a lot faster that pace that Marquez was running didn't work hence why he's had these moments, so but it's a think, fine balancing act, isn't it?
1: I think it's what Fabio was explaining, the track had less grip, so Mark, just plowed in wanting to do what he could do the day before and it wasn't working you know day before I mean in that same heat Uh, he's a clever guy Mark he would have you know practiced everything before and there wasn't the grip and that let him down you know but a couple of times he had a few scares and the, the last one caught him and as I said you know sometimes when the rear drops off they drop off quite quick in a certain area you know like in my experience and um it looked like Mark did expect the tyre to hang on and it didn't so it kind of caught him out just wanted to say about Fabio um we're about to lose you know in the next years uh, our best ever you know one of the most famous champions of MotoGP and Valentino but how lucky are we to have A new one like Fabio coming through.
0: Oh, absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Just quickly before we go, because the guys are going to be coming into the press conference in a minute and I've got to host it. So don't know how that one's going to work. Uh, We quickly talk about those that just missed out on the podium. Jack's going to be so disappointed not to have made the podium because it was looking good for it earlier on.
1: Yeah, it it looked... I'm interested to hear from Jack because... The way he stopped that bike when he, when he had that collision with uh, Morbidelli, it looked like he was struggling a bit with the front as well because he had to r- literally stop the bike and turn back rather than carry the speed and wondering if the side grip on the front wasn't good. Jack did a great job, and you can see he's learning. He's the new Dovey on the Duke, isn't he? he can run it all the way to the end. Um, well, he, he's close, put it that way. Um, I've got to say, really impressed with Brad Binder. I, oh, mean, wow. I mean, he got so much experience out of today. You know, And that's what it's all about. It didn't matter that it went wrong. Mm. He got experience because he's on the way as well. Well, he
0: was the fastest rider for a couple of laps towards the latter stages of this one as well, which is incredible, really. He wasn't the ending up as the fastest rookie, though. Alex Marquez took those on us. So credit to Alex, because that would have been a tough first race in MotoGP, that's for sure. Franco Morbidelli just missing out in that battle for the top three. Polis Bargro, great ride from him as well. They'll take so much courage and strength from that dry race performance because they've made massive improvements.
1: Yeah, KTM, firstly, Morbidelli, great ride from him. He did exactly his goal, top five. And, um, yeah, I was really... (laughs) Really surprised that the KTM could run it all the way to the end this year because it struggled a bit in the later stages. Um, KTM, uh, we've been saying this is their best chance, you know, for a for an impressive season ever because they've done the homework. You know, everyone's happy with the bikes and hats off to them.
0: Yeah, Paco Bagnaia didn't quite work out for him, although he did ever so well to hang on in there in the early stages. Before we leave, Simon, we must just talk about a couple of riders. Then Mark Marquez, we're, we're yet to find out exactly what what his condition is like after that. But we also send our best wishes to Cal, who had a big crash this morning, and to Alex, of course, from yesterday. It just goes to show that this is going to be a really tricky season, especially in these conditions. Everyone's pushing to the limit.
1: Yeah, they they really are. I mean, they know the season's short. Um, This track is quite small, so it's a kind of aggressive uh, riding style, you know, rather than flowing. And, um, yeah, you can see everyone's on the limit. And Then you throw in the heat, and uh lack of grip today um things happen you know
0: well we haven't got to wait long have we until the next round of moto gp we could pick the bones out of this for quite some time i think it's fair to say but the press conference will be starting soon and i think for now it's probably best to say our goodbyes and thanks as ever to everyone back at home that has made this possible to come back racing we thank you uh, very much indeed to everybody at dawn or of course behind the scenes that you don't see as well but simon it's been really really good fun to be
1: back my pleasure, like we same. saying, um, I roasted in pit lane, but, <laughs> but it was worth
0: it. Well, you've got a t- chance to cool off over the next couple of days. before We're back here for the Grand Prix of Andalusia next time out. But stay tuned. The press conference is coming now. But for now, it's goodbye.